0: What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 349th episode of the Pokemon podcast. It's super effective. I'm your host, William R. Anderson. See, I did it normal. You did like like I would do. You like uh, like you would do, and it's good. <laughs> With me today is Greg.
1: Hello, I'm snowblind. Well, I'm not snowblind anymore, but I was previously before we started we, recording. We
0: cured your snow blindness before snow blindness. we allowed you on the program.
1: No, well. Because I couldn't find my way upstairs because I couldn't see. We
0: had a, is it really that bad?
1: Yeah. I mean, it's really bright outside. And so going in from outside where it's super, super bright and you're staring at everything that's white to going inside. Don't you where wear sunglasses dark, or, well, I had or to, snow glasses? I, had wear, I was bringing in groceries, so I had my normal glasses on.
0: Oh, dear. How, okay. That doesn't. Sure. Well, also with us is Bobby. Hey, I still don't know what this snow is that you guys speak of, so new, sorry. N- new Facebook entrepreneur Bobby. I got a, a notice. <laughs> but you started up a, a Facebook page. Yeah, that's, that's me. Is that how you're going to make money? Facebook? Yeah, totally. You got to monetize your passions. Yeah. And that's how you I become know. rich. Oh, yeah. That's but the key then, to success. Then they become work. I don't want them to become work.
1: I've been told by a ton of people that if you do what you love, you'll never work a day in your life, which is
0: oh wow. the worst
1: piece of advice because be careful of turning your hobbies into your work because maybe you didn't like it as much as you did, and now you hate it, and you're stuck doing it.
0: But you know what's also is it's, it, it's like, what is the logical term, the contrapositive? Yeah. You then have the realization that you basically hate what you're doing yeah. that you have to go and do every day. And there's no way out, and you have to work a miserable job until you finally, maybe you can afford to retire, except Social Security ran out a decade ago. So, thanks, baby boomers. (laughs) Uh, This is a Pokemon podcast where we talk about Pokemon. (laughs) It
1: is. Also, uh, it's March, so people, if you're going to start setting New Year's goals to go to the gym, the gyms are emptying out. It's March.
0: Oh, I was at the gym this morning and it was glorious. I did my entire chest workout. I did not have to compete for the bench press rack or yeah. the the normal dumbbell benches so I could do my uh incline flies and and my regular bench presses. I even did a Smith machine incline Ooh. barbell press. I know a lot of people aren't fans of the Smith machine, but Smith here's the I don't secret. know what the, any of this Smith is Smith machines are oh, very again. very
1: good for the f- things that they do. Like makes your form be good as long as you set the machine upright. It it hits the muscles that it's supposed to hit. Like Smith machines are good for what they do, just you have to know what they do.
0: Well, they go up and they, they go, go down. They go up and
1: they go down on a, on a <laughs> rail, and they make certain things easier to do. They don't work as many muscle groups, blah, 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 blah. Anyways.
0: Well, yeah, because you, you don't have to stabilize. Right, you don't they have take, to take stabilize. out stabilization out of the exercise. But if your gym does not have an incline bench press rack... Well, you know what? You're going to take your yep. normal bench that you can turn into an incline bench, bring it over to the Smith machine, and do your incline bench presses over there.
1: And you can do it. I haven't been to a gym in a decade. Nobody. So I have in no idea what you guys are talking about. There's nobody at yeah. the gym.
0: <laughs> but, but, Bobby, you're never going to get more Instagram followers until you become a professional bodybuilder. Correct. Uh, I know.
1: I know. This is
0: all I've learned from swole, Instagram.
1: Swole gets <laughs> followers.
0: Uh, I know. I'll, or I'll try just I'll try for you make guys. sure to post at least one Machamp every day. Yeah, Machamp getting
1: swole. He's that all
0: the that followers. dude. That or lady Machamp can be a lady. Yep. I'm pretty sure. It Can be. It can. Yes. It can. Happy International Women's Day to all you lady Machamps out there.
1: Also, put like a weirdly inspirational quote underneath it that has absolutely nothing to do with like weightlifting or physique. Then that's like Instagram gold, right there.
0: This is that really how it works? Yeah. Yeah, and then make it by an author who it's not actually from. Yeah. Well, no, no. Let's not descend into chaos here. The universe (laughs) is already headed towards entropy. We don't have to push it along its way. We can. (sighs) Did either of you see Captain Marvel?
1: I haven't yet. yet. I'm supposed to. Maybe I think we're going to go on Wednesday because we have a group of friends that see movies on Wednesdays instead of watching TV. Um. And that's on the list, I think. So we have to talk about it. I haven't seen it this week because also because I don't like much like I don't like a crowded gym. I don't like a crowded movie theater.
0: Yeah, I we I saw it yesterday. Love a movie theater? Oh no, that's the human beings are the worst. Pokemon, <laughs> awesome. Humans, terrible. Um, but so I saw it yesterday, and my friend who bought the tickets. It was one of those theaters where you pick your seat oh, ahead of time yeah, yeah, yeah. when you buy the ticket. Yeah. And glorious written. theaters. Those it is wonderful, except that my friend likes to sit in the second row. <gasps> <sighs> yes. Either way, they had a trailer for Detective Pikachu before Ooh, the movie. Ooh. Which one? Was and it the one that
1: was released? Two?
0: Yeah. It's it's pretty much the one that came yeah. out the same week as Pokemon Day, but just seeing it on the full movie screen was fantastic. It looks wonderful. Is that going
1: to be our first bit of news that it finally got a uh, it finally got rated?
0: Did it get rated? It got rated. What's the rating? PG. Oh, really? Cuz yeah, violence. I think so. <laughs> the imaginary creature on imaginary creature violence. <laughs>
1: uh, it's from our favorite source, comicbook.com.
0: Oh dear. Nice. Detective Pikachu gets real. an
1: official PG rating.
0: I had I had missed out on that, but uh, uh I'm glad
1: Pokemon Detective Pichu rated PG for action/peril, slash peril, some rude and suggestive humor, and thematic elements.
0: What's rude and subjective? Oh, there's some rude, rude and there's suggestive some rude stuff just in the trailer. Suggestive. Suggestive. <laughs> it says humor. something,
1: you know. Oh. <laughs> so, Uh-oh. it's official PG, PG.
0: Now you're taking me down a comicbook.com hole.
1: Yeah, well, let's get to let's get to the news.
0: Let's jump to the news I wasn't planning on covering. Pokemon Files Trademark for Armored Mewtwo. (laughs) Hot follow-up to last week's 4chan news. Oh, no. This came out uh, yesterday. Nintendo, Game Freak, and the Pokemon Company have filed a trademark for an armored version of Mewtwo. The Pokemon Company has a busy year coming up, with the release of a pair of new Pokemon games and two movies, one of which appears to be a CGI remake of the first Pokemon movie, Mewtwo Strikes Back. A new trademark discovered earlier this month has many fans wondering whether we could see a crossover between the games and the movies. Fans discovered that the Pokemon Company recently filed a trademark for Armored Mewtwo a likely reference to parts of the original Pokemon anime in which Mewtwo is wearing armor that serves as a way for Team Rocket to control its powers. We saw Armored Mewtwo in the original Mewtwo Strikes Back movie, so it's not exactly a surprise that the Pokemon company would bring it back for the CGI remake and likely use it in an upcoming movie merchandise tie-ins. However, we also reported earlier this week that the upcoming Pokemon Sword and Shield games are rumored to have armored evolutions, a new type of evolution that ties into the British flavor, because knights and kings and queens and castles and all that jazz. That's like my favorite of the line, line in that,
1: whole, that whole, <laughs> whole article, because knights and kings and queens and castles and all that jazz. Like, you yeah, know, that
0: only exists in England. You know, yeah.
1: British things like those things existed nowhere else.
0: One of the rumored Armored Evolutions was Armored Mewtwo, so many fans are now pointing at the trademark filing as proof that the rumor is legitimate. It's likely that Armored Mewtwo was trademarked solely for merchandise purposes, as Pokemon didn't trademark previous variant types of Pokemon. For example... The Pokemon company didn't file a trademark on Mega Mewtwo X or Y, and the only Alolan Pokemon they filed a trademark for was Alolan Vulpix, as it was used as a mascot for a Japanese festival. However, the rumor is still extremely intriguing and could point to some interesting times for Pokemon fans. So can uh, we trademark those? Yeah. We're gonna, I'm uh, trademarking
1: Alolan Ninetales.
0: Well, no, you can only trademark something that's a mark of your trade
2: well then someone needs to get working for the pokemon company well i keep applying
0: and they keep turning me down um we do need to let the listeners know uh that what we're going to do today we're going to do news um like that article we just read which is absolutely ridiculous if that's your quality of reporting comicbook.com we may have to find a new source yeah
1: we may have to be sourcing out (laughs)
0: uh then in our middle section we're going to do email responses to Ooh. our last week's program. So if you did not listen to our speculations from last week, please pause this right now. Go into your podcast player. Go one week back in time and give that one a listen. And then we'll end out with our question of the week, Pokemon of the week. And, well, that's, that's, that's as it. far as we go. Yes. And then we turn into a Digimon podcast and spend two hours talking about the latest Digimon news. And then we
1: turn into the Katamari Damasi podcast.
0: Spoiler, there's less and less news as time goes
1: <laughs> Spoiler, on. Spoiler, <laughs> there hasn't been a lot of new news on that front for a while.
0: I'm so excited for the Katamari Damacy movie, though. That is going to blow my mind. Mm-hmm. All right. Our real news. Yes. First news item for the week. I'm, I'm sure that you guys completely missed this and ignored this. Except for Bobby, I'm unsure. Maybe he actually came across. So you're this.
1: saying I ignored it? Is what you're? Is, is <laughs> what? I was we're trying to down. be
0: as roundabout and polite as a Midwesterner can, and I'm not a Midwesterner, so it's very difficult for me.
1: Why? what do you think I missed?
0: Legendary lunch hour. I, a new experiment.
1: I just had that up <laughs> on my screen. How? you? <laughs>
0: because I had you. a. I put the link. I put the link for it. Trainers, this is off of PokemonGoLive.com, the official news source for your all your Pokemon Go news. Trainers, to give you more ways to enjoy Pokemon Go, we're trying out a new event called Legendary Lunch Hour. From noon to 1 p.m. in your local time zone, there will be an increased number of raids to test your battle skills alongside your friends, coworkers, and classmates. The first Legendary Lunch Hour will take place on March 13th. And with your help, we hope to make this an event you can enjoy every week. This is uh, March 13th from noon to 1 p.m. Features, there will be an increased number of raids during the event hour. We look forward to your feedback, and thank you for helping with testing this new type of event. Boy, they're putting out untested events now.
1: I mean, I'm very excited for this.
0: (laughs) Yeah, same here. I think it'll be good.
2: Um, I don't know. I think what I've heard is that it's going to be there's going to be a lot of gyms with uh, maybe almost all of them having a raid uh, at them during that hour. So it'll be nice to be able to chain a few while on my lunch.
0: Like a good raid or a garbage raid?
2: Well, it'll be Dialga.
1: Yeah. Although I already got my Dialga. Um, I'm just excited because this is, this is my main raiding experience is going out and trying to catch the party of businessmen who are there quote unquote playing for their kids Um, but so to have it like official and say, Hey, on this day, let's 12 to one, like this just makes that process more viable. And I'm hoping we'll bring more people out uh, and make it like if they continue doing more lunchtime raids, it just helps make my life easier instead of trying to catch Dialga at some point in rearranging my schedules to try to go on my lunch hour. This is just, it's just exciting to have this as an option every once in a while.
2: It, it's a smart move too, yeah. because if you remember, EX raids were really what people loved about them was the fact that they knew when they were going to be. Yep. So they could make sure they had a group together at that time to do a raid. And so the more planning Niantic allows us to do, uh, the more you'll see people gathering to do those raids and we're all so this is an issue for me
0: that may not be an issue for you guys this may be an only a will issue but i haven't taken lunch at work in probably a decade if not longer
2: well,
0: then you're due. So that concept is kind of. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have time. I mean, I, I haven't, do not have time to I take lunch.
1: taken lunch. Like, I usually eat at my desk and then I usually take a 20, 30 minute break where I walk around in the skyways and just get away from my desk. Like, yep, I'm in the same boat. So usually I try to plan, like, I try to see when the raids are probably going to happen and then say, okay, I'm going to try to take my break then to try to catch the group of people. So this just helps solidify that time. Like, okay, I'm going to, on the 13th, I can go at noon and probably find a pretty good group of people doing these raids. And I have a chance to get these. Um, But like, I, I'm salary. So it doesn't matter when I take a break or they don't care if I take a break. Like it's just get the work done. So I haven't, I don't take an official lunch break. I take my breaks or I leave when I need to. So this is just nice to be able to have a specific time to be able to go and say, okay, this is going to happen at this time. I can go, I can sort of arrange my schedule to allow this to happen.
0: Yeah, I may be
2: able to work this out. It doesn't need to be like you're out there for the full hour, but just knowing, okay, 12 o'clock. These gyms are going to have raids on them, yeah. meaning there will probably be people there to do them. So even if you do one, it only takes, what, five to seven minutes once everybody's in. Fighting happens. You walk back to work. I, it still, I think, is good uh, in that sense. So, Bobby, I-, I thought you were a stay-at-home dad. You actually work? Yes, I actually work. <laughs> I'm, I'm an accountant.
0: So. Oh, the dream job. Oh sure. man, yeah. you are living the dream. Well, except for having a kid, which is a huge mistake, but. Wow. You know, you know not what everybody... you were getting
1: into. You've listened to this show, you knew what you were getting into.
0: <laughs> I know, I know.
1: Do not start <laughs> acting surprised.
0: <laughs> Guess what? What? You have a Tra- Trainers, my Pokemon Go trainers, are you ready for a challenge? From Friday, March 15th to Monday, March 18th, there will be a special raid weekend. The Legendary Pokemon Rayquaza will be available in raid battles. Take a look at the details below. Date and time, May 15th starting 1 p.m. Pacific, that's 4 p.m. Eastern, through Monday, March 18th at 1 p.m. Pacific, which is 4 p.m. Eastern again. uh, Features, the Legendary Pokemon Rayquaza will be joining raid battles. Do you have what it takes to take on Rayquaza? Get ready to go, trainer, and best of luck. Stay safe and happy exploring. Big Uh, note
2: here. Big note. There is no shiny Rayquaza coming out that weekend.
0: But has Rayquaza been available in raids before? I I seem to have missed that.
2: Okay. I have about 20 of them. So.
1: Oh, give me one. I don't have any.
2: Definitely has. How do you know that it's not going to be shiny? The Japanese Pokemon Go Twitter account actually said it will not be shiny. And then the Niantic support Twitter account came back and clarified that there will not be a shiny that weekend. Huh.
0: Interesting. Is that the tweet that was deleted? I hear keep hearing rumors about this tweet that was deleted. Oh but I no. That was a that sword was, shield. That was a sword
1: tweet. and shield tweet that was deleted. Yep.
0: Oh wait. Okay. We got to finish Pokemon Go news uh, before we start okay. moving into rampant speculation. <laughs> Are you guys going to get more Rayquazas? How many requests do you? You don't have any Rayquazas, right, Greg? I don't have
1: any. Well, yeah. You
0: but you do have custody of Chris.
1: I do. But we're also very this, busy that, that weekend.
0: weekend. So, it's oh. a
1: terrible weekend for it. Um Yeah, I don't know. I don't like I've talked about this a lot. I don't like the raid event community ones because I find I find the Group dynamic behind the raid events more frustrating than regular community days, so I tend to avoid them. I will probably try on Monday when I'm at work to see if there are any during the time frame while it still lasts to try to get out and grab one. This is that problem where when you miss a community day and you don't get something, you realize, okay, I can just skip things and I'm fine with it. Yeah. Like I'm I'm <laughs> yeah. at that point again with Pokemon Go where this will probably come as a research project in like a year. I've already missed it. I I really am not motivated to change my weekend to go do something I don't enjoy to get an exclusive that I, I will probably get through another event or another release if I just wait long enough. And since
0: And it's just Dex filler. It's just
1: Dex filler. I can't transfer it to Let's go Hoen, like i want to cuz it doesn't exist. <laughs> so like having them in there doesn't do i i'm out of that fever to have all of them. And so it makes it much easier for me to say i i'm going to skip this. I've you know i've got two D&D sessions to run. I've got another D&D session on Sunday. I've got Friday is another group that we haven't met in like 3 or four months. like I'm not giving up on those for an off chance to do a raid with people I don't like.
2: I, well, isn't that kind of a good thing? In, in my mind, I think about it this way. And I agree that um, there's sometimes there are too many things happening or they're too short of a time period to, to do something. But they, if they continue to push out so many events, it's almost like you don't have to do all of them but there's always something to do if you want to partake.
0: Which is so, the you know, opposite of, of Steve's normal um, argument that this is now shafting Dialga. Yeah. Uh, well, true. I mean, it is. Again. That's true.
2: <laughs> Only for three days. Well, still. You still have 28 other days to get it. I mean, the idea that if you were going to wait until the end of the month to do it because you made time to do it at that point, you could technically do that other times in the month as well. I mean, you if, if you were,
0: do you know what I'm saying?
1: You don't own I, me. I, you don't know my I, life.
0: Yeah. My, my <laughs> schedule right. is very complicated. But, I mean, I don't, either way the only i only play pokemon go to be social with the friends and the people that i like so yeah you know, I mean, whether whether this raid happens or doesn't happen whether i get a rayquaza or not i'm sure someday someone will trade me one so yeah i'm, I'm not, not gonna I stress
2: mean, my, my the real thing i think needs to happen is we need multiple ways to get these legendaries yep. and i know there's research but i don't want to we don't need to wait a year to get Rayquaza. It should just be in the wild at a very low spawn rate, or it should just be another challenge that you can do. If you don't have a group of friends with you, you should still be able to get the legendary. Yeah, I would, you shouldn't have to have friends I would uh, like playing the see game them, to get a legendary. Yeah,
1: I would like to see them added to like the special research that they've only done for you know Celebi and Mew right now. Like If they just made smaller ones to gain access to these, so that... You, like for people who are in areas where they don't have a lot of people or in rural areas where not a lot spawns because, you know, creatures of nature like hanging around gas stations and malls. um, Just opening them up, you know, even after, like if they did a Rayquaza weekend and then said, hey, we're also going to put in a shorter special mission, you know, people who caught one from the raids ignore that or get another one from that it's it, it's like there's this weird economy of scarcity that i still can't quite wrap my head around as to which is
2: which is weird at the same time because for like for me i have 20 raquaza so if it's not that rare right. it, you if you can find people that have them so it's not like it's hard to get one if you want Why to trade hoarding all the rayquazas he sorry wants to
1: go to space
2: i do i really do but i mean it just doesn't the the scarcity thing i, I really think they could do what you're saying greg where they could do a raid weekend but then the following week after that you can do a special research that you start within that week and then the end goal is rayquaza so that Everyone can get a It doesn't mean you're going to get a perfect one, but that's not what most people care about. They just want to get the Pokémon. And when you're in a rural area or just don't have a lot of friends who play the game, I think you should still be able to get one.
1: Yeah, it'd be a nice way to fix the existing acknowledged problem for a lot of players who aren't in a metropolitan city.
0: I also think that they should one other option should be, um, much like the research tasks, like for the badges, like if you get a badge, maybe you get an opportunity to get a rare or special Pokemon for, for getting those badges, because I didn't even know the badges existed in the first place. They literally do nothing. J yeah, do
1: Well, I mean, the, the, type badges? the type badges do stuff,, yeah. because they make them easier they make to catch make catching easier. But A little yeah. Bit, yeah, who
0: even notices
1: but yeah, no, it'd be good if <laughs> if those milestones did more, or if they had new badges, just any new system to to make catching these more approachable more I don't know what the word is for
0: well, just uh, uh, the availability um, for yeah. people who don't have the opportunity to raid, yeah. Cause That's just like such a high barrier
1: it is a pretty high well its it's a high barrier for five stars because you have to have a group of people to do it. You have to have yeah. it at least you, uh, i think some of them the uh, at least a minimum of five, but some of these tough ones you're not gonna get away with lower than nine, especially since they did all the recalibration so yep uh yeah, it's just another way, another avenue would be really nice to help level out the playing field for a bunch of people.
0: Well, speaking of leveling the playing field, <laughs> Are we gonna talk trainers. About the deleted tweet? no, not yet. Trainers. It's time to challenge team leaders and fellow trainers for special rewards during our battle showdown event, level up gym badges, earn stardust and show your team pride during this limited time event. Date and time, from March 5th at 1 p.m. Pacific to March 12th at 1 p.m. Pacific. We're running out of time, dudes.
1: I know. Yeah, Features.
0: Fighting-type Pokemon like Mankey, Machop, Makuhita, and Metatite will appear more frequently in the wild. They could have just said all the M Pokemon. All
1: M Pokemon, yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, if you're lucky, you may encounter Shiny Mankey and Shiny Machop. I haven't Uh, yet. Bonuses. 2x Catch Battle and Raid Stardust. 2x XP for Gym Badges. Earn up to five rewards per day from Trainer Battles, including Rare Candy. Mm. Earn up to three rewards per day from Challenging Team Leaders, including Rare Candy. Move. A new move has been permanently added to the game. Power-up Punch will now be available for certain Pokemon. Such as Polyrath, Hitmonchan, Kangaskhan, Metacham, and Lucario. Our battle showdown event is sure to pack a punch, so don't miss it. Where did I. I guess there's. I was like, what does this have to do with battling? But I guess if you get rewards from trainer battles yeah. or better rewards, that's where you get. That's what's from. Also, I think. Power uh, Up Punch is also really good for PvP.
1: Yeah, Power Up Punch is really good. Um, can we... Does it
0: make your taps count for double or something?
2: It does increase the, increases the attack? Yeah. It has one of those increase buff yeah. things that they introduced a few weeks ago. Oh, cool.
1: Yeah. Also, I have 114 rare candies, and I think rare candy is misnamed at this
0: point. <laughs> you only have 114?
1: Yeah, I spent a bunch. I spent a bunch to level up, uh, to power up my shiny rose rate.
0: Yeah, I have 253, but I'm not. I'm not spending my rare candies. They're too rare. But I have 437.
1: I'm not they are not rare. That. At most, they are uncommon candies. <laughs>
0: Look, <laughs> this totally isn't Magic The that. Gathering here. <laughs> Rarities are, are different. Measured differently. <laughs> All right, tell me about the deleted tweet, right. I, that's something I missed out on. All right, so. Uh, Wait, hold on, hold on. Before that, before okay, that. Okay, did okay, either okay. of you catch a shiny Mankey or Machoppa? No, yet? I haven't. Yet. I have not caught a shiny anything since Swinub.
1: I haven't seen anything. Yeah, I, I've looked, but I've not caught one yet.
0: Yeah, I got
2: a shiny Metatite, but I did not have not a shiny Machhopper Mankey yet. Okay, we
0: can go to the tweet now. All right. Tell me about the tweet. This
1: is from Nintendolife.com. Nintendo of America seems to have accidentally shared new information about Pokemon Sword and Shield ahead of schedule. According to the Pokemon website Serebii.net, Nintendo of America published a tweet confirming once and for all the stadiums found across Galar region are in fact gyms. While this may have already been evident based on the information provided in the most recent Pokemon Direct, it, it now reportedly has been made official. Gym leaders also appear to be referred to as Gym Masters in this region. Right now it's not clear if this is a simple name change or if it means something else. Not long after the tweet was posted, Nintendo of America then deleted it. Perhaps it's one of its social media ninjas jumped the gun or was incorrect. Uh, however, of course, there was a screenshot. So the screenshot from Nintendo of America said it appears in... Pokemon Sword and Shield, that gyms in the Galar region are now bigger than ever. What types of gyms masters are waiting for you to challenge them? You and your new partner Pokemon will have to train hard and find out. And then it had a picture of the outside with the grass symbol, and then the kid walking in in the soccer football Yeah. Those two pictures. And then they deleted that.
0: How dare they? Well, I mean, this is pretty much what we speculated last week.
1: I I think everybody... Speculated, I think the the thing that caused the most uh, like fervor was the fact that they weren't called gym leaders, they were called gym masters, which made them people think like, oh, is it going to be more like Trials? Is there going to be?
2: What was the name of the when you beat Let's Go and you're able to challenge all the Pokemon people? What did, what did they call them?
1: They were masters
2: they were masters yeah. okay so there's a, hmm. like there's a
1: lot of speculation around that especially since they deleted it um but like i don't know if that means anything i don't know if it if it's just a simple name change like it's weird that they deleted it i have a feeling that it was branding that they didn't want out yet and that's why they like got rid of it i think i think they probably are going to change them to gym masters and it might be a slightly different take on gyms because we've already seen that they are you know alola was pretty successful and they got away from the gym format so they may want to signal that that change is coming i think they just signaled it too soon and then got rid of it
0: yeah i think the gyms are like my suspicion and especially because they're all stadiums that way is that the gyms are going to be more and it's weird to say it this way, but more battle focused. So there's not going to be like a puzzle to solve to get through the gym um, or anything like that. You just kind of go in and you have to battle series of trainers for that specific type of Pokemon without having to do any kind of puzzle shenanigans yeah. or anything like that.
1: Eleven on eleven battles confirmed.
0: I was gonna say maybe you have to play soccer. Yeah, or eleven
1: something. on 11 There They're increasing Are there eleven
0: players on a soccer team. Yeah. Yes. How many players are on a basketball team? Five on the court at the same time. Yep. Wow. I know nothing about U.S. sports.
1: I don't know how many there are or for football. Other
0: sports. <laughs> football is also eleven, isn't? Uh, it? Like don't 100? quote me on that.
1: Hundred. There's like a lot of people
0: out there. Oh yeah, they, there's team, like forty people on a on a team because you've 50, got the special 50, teams yeah. too, and oh, ooh, what a mess. Well, that the, wasn't how as many exciting of those as I players
1: are energy to, to fuel the. Spells. That's what I care about.
2: Need at least 30 energy players.
0: Listen, Forbes.com, the formerly reputable news source, Formally. has an article for, has an article for what us. What did Forbes do to Listen, you? Dude, you and I lived through the 80s. Oh, true. You and I both know, know that in the 80s, Forbes would not touch something called Pokemon. They, okay?
1: they, it's, you are 1,000% correct.
0: Forbes, uh, on March eighth, Nicole Carpenter is the quote-unquote journalist. A mobile Pokemon game's top two point five billion in player spending. Mobile games, mobile gamers have spent around two point five billion on Pokemon franchise games across iOS and Android platforms, according to Sensor Tower, using its store intelligence platform. Sensor Tower reported that player spending is spread across six Pokemon games, but that Pokemon Go makes up the most revenue. Pokemon Go accounts for 98% of the total for worldwide gamers, which is around $2.45 billion itself. The five other games included in the total are Pokemon Shuffle Mobile, Pokemon Duel, Pokemon Quest, Pokemon Magikarp Jump, and Pokemon TCG Online. That's all of them, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think. Okay. I mean, Camp Pokemon's
1: uh, not on there, but that's not a big money maker.
0: Pokemon Shuffle Mobile, which was released in 2015, is the high, second highest earner. Really? Bringing in 10% of the total, uh, which would be... I can't do 10% of 2.0. I'm going to guess it's like 200 million, but I don't know. Yeah, yes. That's yes. a that's lot that's of 10% zeros and stuff.
1: We have an accountant.
0: Yes. <laughs> that doesn't mean he's good at math. Trust me, I know plenty of accountants. <laughs> hey, I am good Assets, at Assets, equal liabilities, and equity. Look, I've, or I'm an accountant too. Spending is highest in the United States with 35%, 875 million of the total. According to Censor Tower's data, Japan takes up 29% of the total, which ends up being around 725 million.
1: Why does that Across surprise the six-
0: me? Uh, that Japan has so much.
1: No, that Japan is second.
0: I, well, what? Where would you expect them to be? I
1: expect them to be first because they are a very mobile. Like they are a very mobile, connected, mobile using uh, society.
0: But America, they're they're also like more. They all use YNAB. They all use why you need a budget. So they know not to spend excessively, where Americans just (laughs) throw their cash at anything and deal with the consequences later.
1: This expenditure does not bring me joy. Goodbye. Look,
0: the uh, accountant just said it was true, so it must be true. Across the six titles, downloads total 640 million globally since 2014. Pokemon Go, of course, is a major driver for those numbers. The mobile game created by Niantic Incorporated accounts for 86% of the total. Pokemon Duel is next. What? Pokemon Go is not nearly as popular now as it was in its heyday, but the game remains the high earner across the Pokemon franchise titles on mobile. Of the $58 million spent last month worldwide, 99% of the spending was on Pokemon Go. Spending overall is up 40% than in February of last year. Niantic continues to update Pokemon Go with major updates across the years since its release in 2016. New features include trainer vs. trainer battles and new mythical Pokemon. Social features like trading and friendships were also added and increased app usage in the game by 35%. Niantic reported in September 2018.
2: Okay, the Pokemon Go update stuff um reminds me of uh when the iphone came out so when the iphone first came out in 2007 uh it was a smartphone i, I was, was in
0: line for that <laughs> yeah. I,
1: I had but, to deal with selling that on the first day none of you know how bad oh, that day was for everybody it no was a but bad, i was working deal. in retail uh no i was uh in a call center that took direct um We took direct calls from businesses and we had to tell businesses, you are not allowed to have this yet because they weren't businesses because it wasn't secure. iPhone hadn't figured out how they're going to do secure email security. So we had to tell all of these people throughout like for months, uh, your company has not signed off or signed the necessary paperwork to allow you to buy an iPhone. You can buy it for your personal use, but you won't get any. For, uh, oh, it was
0: chaos. I do so remember that. Yeah, the
2: second year was also chaos. So I was working at the Apple Store and trying to set up the iPhones through AT and T from the Apple Store was also very, very, very bad. Yep. But anyways, that so. Um. So when the iPhone came out, it was very uh, bare minimum as far as like the video there was no video camera there were no custom ringtones there were no games which a lot of people had on their phones that weren't smartphones at the time Oh heck
0: yeah I did
2: snake and as they came out Be- bejeweled over the years, yeah exactly as they came out with more stuff over the years people made a really big deal like it's got a video camera but it was already old news and I kind of feel like that's the same way with Pokemon Go like they came out with just catching their updates are very standard. They're yeah. just catching up to the main series, yep. but it's blowing up their profits because people are super excited about things that have been a thing for 20
0: years. That, that other games have had for forever. forever. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Did
1: y'all ever think that before 2007, there, was, there weren't things like apps that ruled our lives?
0: Like, that was
1: only 12 years ago.
0: <laughs> I mean, I don't know, because on my flip phone, I, did, I had a lot of apps. That was a big, and I also had the um, the uh, what was the pre predecessor to the iPhone? I'm a fool and take my money. It's Blackberry? all. No, I had Blackberry. Yeah, I had but, a
1: Blackberry, but for work and it was terrible. Uh,
0: no, better. It was better than everything. It it should have been the one that survived, and it didn't.
1: The mobile StarTech. Um, the,
0: no, the razor. No, 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 oh, no. It's the like the, before smartphones, and you had the little thing, and it would keep track of your life. Oh the, oh, the PTAs, Palm Pilot? The palm, palm Pilot, yes. I had a Palm Tungsten W. I had
1: I had a Palm. And I had a diff I had a different one too. I had two. And the one I bought one because it was like cartridge it had cartridges you could put, click games into, kinda like a Game Boy, but it was slightly better. Uh yeah. I was thrilled when that died though. I was like, you know, this is a lot to keep track of. I have, I have like 18 devices that I'm carrying around with me at all times, and none of them do anything that I want particularly well.
0: <laughs> That's true. When the iPhone did come out, my one dream was I want to have my phone and my iPod as one device, and hey, guess what? I got them. Guess
1: what? Surprise. Guess what else we're getting? What? A break?
0: No, not yet. No. Detective... Pikachu cards for the Pokemon TCG. Did you hear about this? Uh,
1: I heard that they were coming. I have not seen them. Is there pictures of them yet? They
0: they are on LRM online um, and the cards that have been released so far uh, there's Detective Pikachu there is Machamp which has an attack called Directing Traffic (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Mime I'm sure these are official yeah, they look real. <laughs> Mister Mime with the ability Pantomime, uh, and those are the only three that uh, that I have seen linked.
2: I think so. Ditto was in there too. Oh, cool. I, I think. Don't quote me on that. Well.
0: Oh, oh, and there's a Psyduck and a Jigglypuff and a and yeah. Oh, Jigglypuff, but they're all garbage cards. They're no good. Oh yeah, so oh, well.
1: Pokemon com has them, has the Jigglypuff yes. ones. yeah. So, oh, the Psyduck one is cute.
0: I don't know, because Psyduck, I still have the same hang-up that Psyduck looks hairy. Oh,
1: <laughs> I think he looks fuzzy, like duck feathers. I mean, well, feathers, uh, maybe yeah. like a
0: baby duck.
1: Well, Psyduck is the baby duck to go a Yeah,
0: just, I'm just, because I when I think of ducks, I think of feathers, you know? Yeah. All right. Uh, Do I have any more? Yes, I do have one last news article before we go to our break. And I'm just going to zip through this one real fast because it's not very good. (laughs) This is from Gizmodo.com. The Pokemon of Detective Pikachu, ranked by their horrifying cuteness. I'm already out. (laughs) When it was first announced, not a lot of people thought a live-action Pokemon movie could work, and then the trailers for Detective Pikachu collectively blew our socks off by presenting realistically rendered monsters that trade anime cartoonish for a frankly incredible mix of adorableness and sheer terror. Um, I will mention that as I saw the trailer before Captain Marvel, um, I did cry. Uh, With two trailers now out for the movie, we've seen a pretty solid chunk of Pokemon from across the franchise. From classic first generation mons like the titular Pikachu up to more recent additions to the Poke, Poke canon like Greninja. But the thing that's tied them all together, how much we've fallen in love with the fact that these Pokemon look A, completely nightmarish, I'm not going to say that swear word, and B, <laughs> are somehow still cute despite that. To celebrate the pokey aesthetic that somehow has managed to do a number on us, here's every Pokemon we've gotten a decent look at in the movie so far, outside of a few blink-and-you'll-miss-em ones that are too briefly showcased to judge yet, in order of just how well they nail that tightrope balance between freakish and huggable. You ready? Yep. Yep. Number 21, Mewtwo. Number 20, Golurk. Number 19, Mr. Mime. Obviously, this list is already Listen, broken.
1: We are, we are, no, they are bad.
0: 18, Greninja. What? 17, Charizard. 16, Machamp. 15, Charmander. 14, Morlul. Ugh, what a bad list. 13, Flareon. Uh, 12, Emolga. I didn't even notice the emulgas before. Oh, yeah. They yeah, they're lo- tiny. So cute. They are very 11 cute. Snubble. Yeah, but 10 Loudred. 9 Apom. 8 Pikachu. Pikachu only made it to 8. Yeah, Good that's gracious. This is a
1: rough, is a rough list.
0: <laughs> 7 Cubone. 6 Lickitung. 5 Psyduck. 4 Bulbasaur. I can kind of get with that one. Yeah. 3 Snorlax. Two Jigglypuff and number one, guess Bobby. Guess I'm looking at the article, so I'm not gonna guess Dagnabbit Greg. (laughs)
1: Um, I'm gonna go meme worthy. Is it the Ludicolo?
0: It's the Ludicolo, (laughs) which once again is fuzzy, and I just don't understand why. But I agree with you now. Psyduck does look a little weird. What? Just looking at that picture. Well, I think in that picture, it's wet. Yeah. Just so it's his Psyduck's
1: back. Oh, no.
0: <laughs> Cubone does look cute. I mean, Cubone's we're going to have to cute. see this movie. Cubone I just... looks real
1: cute. I'll, I'll, this, list is, this, list, this list is terrible.
0: Lickitung yeah. is very weird looking. Yes. No I didn't even realize that the iPom... Letters. Letters was an IPOM because it's like so angry yeah it's a real angry monkey It's not a like Apom is like always such a happy little monkey dude
1: yeah not here yeah nope
0: <laughs> alright well we'll leave all the speculation for our listeners as we go to our break
1: they dropped the ball in the word splash There probably could have been like making a zap making a
0: beep 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 up. Beep 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 breaking beams Making up Beep 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 Breaking Reams <laughs>
1: I mean, beep, 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 beep. That's a a
0: 2018 beep right there. What a beep, 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 And we are back from our break. Actually, I wanted to Terry Gross it, uh, although I've never (laughs) listened to Terry Gross, but maybe I should try. You should try. And we are now back from our break.
1: (laughs) Ooh. Sweet tones. Yeah. Really? I'm into it.
0: Mm. I'm, a, I'm more of a subtle, like just quietly whispering in your ear about the, the news of the Pokemon world. But let me whisper in your ears some emails Ooh, that yeah, we got emails. from listeners in response to our rampant speculation from last week. You guys ready? I ready am for ready. this? I'm ready. All right, this email is from Matt. It says the subject is Galar Map theory. Is it Galar or, or... I like Galar. I'm with Gaylor? I'm going to go with Galar. Oh, sure, Gaylor. No, I'm going to go with Galar. I'm fine with that. Uh, hi, Will. One thing I noticed on the map that ties into the whole industry theme is that it seems the cities get more advanced as you move towards the top of the map. Specifically, the three major cities with Big Ben clock towers, or as Al corrected, felt the need to correct us, Big Ben towers that include bells and the bell is named Big Ben and the tower is St. Elizabeth Tower and blah 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 nobody cares. Your hometown is a rural small town. Oh suck it up Bobby (laughs) Your hometown is a rural don't be an al apologist. Your hometown is a rural small town. The first big city looks more eighteen hundreds. The second city looks more modern nineteen hundreds and finally the third city looks present day futuristic. It's kind of like you are progressing through an industrial revolution as you progress in the game. I wonder if this will tie into the game's lore. I Thanks agree. for reading. Matt. I agree. Yeah, that's I agree.
1: A good I agree. I agree.
0: Do you think the crown city looks more advanced than the brown city? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Do you not? I would think that as you industrialize, you embellish less. You know, we did not go from... Uh, the industrial age into the Rococo age. We kind of scaled, scaled down from impre- into, into impressionism, I guess. What is it? Boy, if only I had paid attention in art history. <laughs> if, only. if only I had taken <laughs> art history. <laughs> well, there's no room for art history in accounting school, is there?
2: No, unfortunately not.
0: Uh, yeah, I think okay. So, so I I do agree that the topmost city is the most advanced. So that that is interesting. Like you do start yeah. in like your little rural. Um, I don't see. We're gonna have to learn all the British slash UK terms Girl. for things. No, but it's like you know you like you know how like in the UK you don't have a front yard. You have like a garden, but you know it's not a garden because garden is where you grow yeah. vegetables. But the, and like uh, they have just like they use the they like shuffle a few of the words, not enough of the words so that you can't understand them at all, but just enough so that you're like, did I wake up in an alternate universe? Why are
1: there and... everywhere?
0: Didn't, didn't we technically shuffle words. the words? Use. No. The elevator, it's not a lift. Bobby, don't betray your people. I'm sorry, but.
1: We fought a revolution to make fun of their words. Thank you very much. <laughs> exactly. Oh, that's what that was
0: about. Okay. Yes. Yes. Hamilton had it totally wrong then.
1: No, listen Uh, to Hamilton. It's all about making fun of their words.
0: This email is from Eric. It's called Gym Leader Type Progression and Podcasting Question. Hey guys, first off, I love the podcast. It's neat to be part of a community that enjoys Pokemon just as much as I do. Anyways, I think I have the whole gym thing figured out. By the way, this is speculative, but seems sound. Like the type, Will. (laughs) Yes, No! Anyways, does he say that or did you? Will that he said that?
1: Okay. Why we can't see this forward, forward proof? Screenshot it.
0: Anyways, gym one is normal type and is the purple mansion at the bottom of the map, introductory area. Gym two through six can be done in any order, but I predict our grass, water, ground, poison, dark. Then gym seven and eight are part of the big cities. The cent- centrally located city is Dragon. South of it, the steampunk city is Steel. This is the shield sword theme. This all all follows that alleged 4chan leak with the map highlights and such. I'm really hoping for some Kalos post-game content like how Kanto was revisited in Gold Silver. Maybe some of the gym leaders would switch so the PC can battle all gym leader types. That'd be dope. I'm probably very wrong, but a guy can dream. Hopefully this allows for great discussion on your podcast. Keep up the great work. Eric.
2: I would really enjoy being able to do the gyms in any order, um, just because it would be great. I don't know. I it reminded remind me of um like like last week I was saying with Zelda, it would kind of give me that feel a little bit. Being able to pick and choose what you want to do first and last.
0: Well, I mean, the, I it would be awesome if they kind of did like they did in Pokemon. What was the cartoons? Uh you know where they went through, and they had little vignettes Origins? no generations, and it was like when they went to the Brock gym and he was like, "Oh, I see you don't yeah. have any badges, so I'm going to take out my low level pokemon
1: yeah, I would be nice if 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 they do them out if you can do them in any new order, then they need to figure out a way to deal with the level differences like they they'd have to figure out there would have to be some sort of sliding scale that the game knows that you have X amount of badges, so now we have to use these um, level of Pokemon, which is a level of coding that I don't think they would put in the game as much as we want it, so I don't think they'll be freeform simply for that. Um, the only thing that I discount of their theory is there's clearly a gym on top of the Ice Chateau in the map, so there. I still think there is a strong case for an Ice Gym Maybe it's a trick. It'll be a trick.
0: Well, also, um, on the thoughts of Kalos, I don't think a full Kalos because you, e- even on the Switch, I, I, well, I guess they do have that dragon game on the Switch now, but they've got that dragon game on Alexa too. So, what dragon game? The one that starts with S. Skyrim? Skyrim, yeah. So I was going to say, like, I, I think if they tried to put a full Kalos in, that they'd have to detract from the art quality to fit. I mean, the only reason that Kanto was on gold and silver was because they had like all this extra storage.
1: Well, yeah, and like, I, I mean,
0: and, oh, we can fit that on. It was supposed to be the last game, it was wasn't to be it? The last so they were game. just trying to trying something out. Yeah,
1: and I think there's no reason to go back to another region.
0: Right. There is a reason Nostalgia. to go back to Kalos because there was that train station I mean, that was going off into who knows where. We know there's trains in Galar. I will not have your naysaying, Greg. I am taking that train. I'm going back to Comarine City to see the okay. waterfalls. I may not okay. get the whole— Let's
1: be honest. The Canto part of gold and silver is super weak. You go over there for no reason. The gym leader's levels are super wonky. The Pokemon levels over there are also super wonky. It is a weird departure. So if we're going to go back to another region, which they have no reason to do that because we know that we pay for each region separately... If we go back there, there has to be something more interesting than just visiting that region, because we did that with Kanto, and it's a complete letdown. It's like, oh, I'm here, and about five minutes of being there, it's like, well, I've already played this game when it had a story and a purpose. Now I'm just a tourist with nothing to do over here.
0: I get armored Pokemon in Galar, and then I get to go visit Kalos, and I get mega Pokemon. Yeah, you battle the mega Pokemon with your armored Pokemon.
1: If if they're going to introduce going back to Kalos to how you get Mega Stones, then Kalos serves a purpose at that point, and it's better than on so, uh, tacking on Johto.
0: Tacking on Joto.
1: Boop. Um, there has to be a reason, otherwise it's just if it's another sort of you just go there to visit. I would rather have them spend the resources to make this region better than make me go back to a region that I've already visited for no apparent purpose in
2: a game I agree but I also and I'm probably in the minority here but I think it would be kind of fun if maybe you had to complete a mission back in Kalos and so you took a train and then that train uh, you show up there for this purpose like for a specific mission but it's not you're not coming and going you go for this mission and then you go back to Galar and complete the game or something
0: yeah because all the bad guys have the armored pokemon so you need to get the <laughs> mega Stone so you can defeat the bad guys yeah exactly
1: I'm, I'm for it if there's a reason to go there and the and that region is does not detract from the quality and it doesn't feel like the main region was hindered by having to add an entire already existing region yeah and that's the way it felt uh, to me in gold and silver
2: So this
0: just spawned a thought in my head that one thing that I really liked about Kalos that I don't think gets discussed quite a bit is kind of like the, the villain part or resolving that part of the story is like almost like just about halfway through the game and then like the final half of the game, you're back to being focused on being a Pokemon trainer and just like going to the gyms. I would love if they do that again.
1: Yeah. Part of that, I have strong opinions about the wonky pacing of X and Y. Um, and, And I don't disagree that the villain part like, it was good that you went and did it and then left it, but it was, it came at such a weird point, it was very weirdly timed with everything else. Like, my main complaint about X and Y, while I, I I still really enjoy those games and I think they're great games, is just that the pacing of it made no sense. And if the pacing had been better, it would have made feeling like going and dealing with the villains better. but. Like, you go to you go to the city to do Gym 4, and then you leave, and then at Gym 7, it's like, oh, wait, go back to Lumiose to deal with this entire part there, and then go even further west, away from where you are, to finally deal with it, and then come back for Gyms 8, and then the Elite Four. Like, the well, pacing of that was so weird.
2: This game is kind of set up to do something like that, and it looks at least how the map looks. Yeah. yeah. Because you do have to double back no matter and what.
1: Doubling back is a frustrating experience.
0: Now, I um, like it.
1: In that if I have to keep doubling back for things that, that would have made just as much sense for me to do it while I was there, it just feels like they're padding the game for time.
2: The only and time I doubling like back... That. The only time doubling back works out well is if you get somewhere and you gain something that then makes that backtrack also have new stuff.
1: Yes.
0: If they could do that, that would be great. We've got more emails to read. Hold on. Let's talk about doubling back here from Evan. Hey, Will, if you look at the map, the flower-looking building in the modern city has the gym symbol on it. The same gym symbol we see at the grass gym in the trailer and on the player's shirt when he enters the stadium gym so i'm thinking that flower building is the last gym i right, i think we can agree with that
1: yeah the one up at the top in the big 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 city with a cur- that looks like a curtain kind yeah. of yeah yeah well
0: like, like like rose petals or yeah. something like like the rose array gym
1: mm, i'm oh. in i'm in sold <laughs> sign me up for everything
0: all right let's read this email from cappy called Poké Fiction. So I'm a huge Bisharp fan. Let me pronounce that correctly. I'm a huge Bisharp fan. Mm-hmm. It was my favorite Mon until Rock came out. And when you guys mentioned more chess pieces, my mind jumped instantly to an evolution to Bisharp with king-like qualities. It also got me thinking about what if they made a white porn yard that evolved ultimately into a queen variant it could be steel fairy as a counterpart to the steel dark without being super effective due to steel still resisting fairy just a thought i wish i was an artist so i could draw these ideas but i think they'd look super awesome thanks for entertaining me on my drives to work well you're welcome cappy
1: you're welcome um, also i'm sold i'm sold on more chess pieces yes I'm there but for But do they need
0: to be evolutions of Bisharp and Poniard or no, can they be their own Pokémon? It
1: would be interesting if there was a stone like evolution that would evolve them into those parts like if they're going to play off of this armored thing like if you added armor it evolved to a different chess piece. It would be interesting, but I also think it would also be great if they were just on their own. Like or if Poniard got a Split evolution or a stone evolution to evolve into different chess pieces. I think that would also be interesting. Like I'd I think be okay there's a new lot. Split a new yeah, split I think evolution. There'd be a lot to do though. Like they haven't done a new split off in a while. What's the last one that we got? I'm like Um
0: Balas?
1: <laughs> the last time they did a split like that? No.
0: I don't know. No. I feel Agorbis like Gorbis and okay, Agorbis, I feel Huntale. like
1: there was one in gen 4 cuz all they did was evolutions of pokemon in gen. Yeah, 4. well there was Ralts yeah. became
2: and yes, also Charmander yes, yes, yes. became Frostlass.
1: So I'm I'm there for that. I think that would be interesting to take um the pawn piece, especially since the pawn can turn into a queen in chess. Uh I think that's Is it queen? Yeah, it's a queen. A pawn can turn get your queen back, right?
2: Can get anything. You can pick
0: anything.
1: Oh, you can pick it. Yeah, I'm there. I'm there for that idea. Yeah, I think that'd be
0: great. All right. Let me read this email from Josh. Dear ISE crew, firstly, Will, you are doing an excellent job as host. Well, thank you. My girlfriend thinks you're the best. Until you mentioned that Grookey is your favorite of the starters. Ha, ha, ha. (laughs) (laughs) Both of us are Sobble Squad. Uh The Score Bunny is pretty good, too. Bob hooligan Bunny. So my question isn't necessarily about the Sword and Shield trailer per se, uh, but I've been thinking, who are your all-time favorite starters of each type? Mine are Fire, Cyndaquil, Water, Totodile, Grass, Trico, with Rowlet at an extremely close second. Also, why don't second stages get any love? Charmeleon is friggin' awesome, and Nidorino is my all-time favorite. You guys totally rock. Keep up the excellent work, and a huge congratulations to Steve and Irene. Most and bestest regards from Josh and Melissa.
1: Oh, all right. this is tough. Well, this
0: isn't Sword and Shield speculation, but hit it quick. Greg, you can do it. Three. Fi- fi- fire starter. Favorite fire starter.
1: Uh, Finnegan.
0: Favorite water starter.
1: Um, uh, Piplop.
0: Favorite grass starter.
1: God, this is like Sophie's choice. You love
0: Trico. I, you no, love Trico. Of,
1: of all of them, Snivy is my favorite.
0: Interesting. Bobby, favorite fire starter. Charmander. Favorite water starter? Froakie. Favorite grass starter? Absolutely, Rowlett. Rowlett is key, uh, it's isn't like it?
1: The grass starters are like the hardest for me. They're my, all of them are my sweet children.
2: But Rowlett's line is so good, and Rowlet's it's shiny is, is amazing. Rowlett's shiny is. is beautiful.
1: Like, like Rowlett, Trico, and Snivy are all like really on the same level, but I just like Smug Leaf's little smug face.
0: <laughs> All right. So for me, my favorite fire starter is Drew Barrymore.
1: No, start again.
0: <laughs> only only '80s kids. <laughs> no, that one. start again. <laughs> I haven't even seen that movie. Uh, you never saw it? Nah. There's a lot of movies I haven't seen. Fire is will Water is a starter I've never chosen. So, hmm. Mm. I mean, I think I did have a Poppleo, and then I boxed it as soon as I could.
2: Yeah, you know, so Squirtle that's a fan. Tough
0: one. I mean, I do like a Squirtle, but that's back to basics.
1: Well, I mean, this is starters. You can go to back to basics for your starter favorite. You know, what?
0: I'll I'll be honest because at, when we did um, 649 monsters back when there were yeah. only 649 monsters, there was a really awesome uh, Swampert art. So I'll go with Mudkip. For today, my favorite water.
1: Go with grass, 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 <laughs> grass, 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 grass. What's your favorite grass?
0: Who's my favorite grass starter? Come on, Chespin. What? Do, what... Oh, yes, <laughs> without a doubt.
1: Cutie pie.
0: chespin's so wonderful. Thank you. All right, this is from Ryan. Uh, he says, "Will, great to see how well you're doing in Steve's stead. I just had a quick idea for something you can talk about. Wild speculation of new Pokemon." Now that we know the setting, are there any particular types of Pokemon you expect or want to see? I'm personally hoping for a haggis that turns into a set of bagpipes. <laughs> Sound type confirmed. Oh. Super effectively, Ryan. Oy. Oh, I do like the haggis, Mon.
1: Oi. give me some a haggis. Haggis that
0: turns into a set of bagpipes.
1: It <laughs> goes from bad to worse.
0: What are some stereotypical UK things that we can um. call out to... Be be subtle and bewitch our UK listeners.
1: I feel like I feel like we will get an abundance of fairy types. Like I expect to see a fairy flying type based off of more of the traditional fairy style that seems very part of British folklore. Um I expect probably we'll get some more Western style looking dragon types, especially with sword and shield. Um I wouldn't be surprised if we got more things out of literature and folklore, like, um, I'm trying to think, like, Shakespearean things. Um, but or, King Arthur, or King Arthur, the Tales stuff. of King Arthur and the Knights about, of
0: the Round Table. What about wolves?
1: Yeah, I mean, there's the two legendary wolves because they are on the sword and shield head, which we never talked about
0: but, Which is something we didn't talk about last yeah. week. Oops, the wolf heads <laughs> was the the Pokemon that are actually showing on the sword and the shield, okay. and I guess they they are both wolves, aren't they?
1: Yeah, I I'm st- I'm still- more like in rock forms. Weirded, I, yeah. I still am not 100% sure if they are actually going to be, like, I can make a case to myself why they would be legendaries, and I can make a case for myself why they wouldn't be legendaries. Like, it could well, just be... they're both the same,
0: too, which is really weird. But it
1: could be that they're, they're, just like in Omega Ruby, Alpha Sapphire, there could be two competing... Villainous groups and you side with one or the other and that the two wolf heads are their, uh are part of their symbols for their evil team. And so you you align with one and fight against the other and you align with the other and the other version and fight, you know, like I could I can make a case for that, too. So I I talk myself in and out of there being wolf legendaries like every other hour.
0: I know, but have they done that before? The Where they put them the in some way if they weren't a legendary. Yeah, that, no, they haven't.
1: Patterns, but they've been breaking patterns left and right.
0: Uh, right, they got Pikachu oh, and Evie on the
2: covers. Yeah, the
1: so one. I'm all I'm all over the place with with what the wolves mean.
0: All right, so I'm pretty sure my my one speculation Pokemon for the UK region is that we will get a Corgi. Yeah. Pokemon. Oh, we because better. Because the queen loves her corgis.
1: There's some, there is some sweet, sweet corgi fan art that I tweeted out a while ago that somebody made, and I love it.
0: Like corgi Pokemon. Yeah,
1: it was so cute.
0: All right, Bobby, what's your speculation, Mon?
2: I would say my speculation, Mon, is... So we were talking about chess pieces before, but I would say something that's more like the Pokémon is a crown. So not specifically a chess piece, but you know you have um, like cleft key is like a ring of keys. So I could see yeah. something that is like a
0: crown type. Uh, one, looking One Pokemon. that's a crown and one that's a scepter. Greg, what's your specu speculumon?
1: I mean, I'm I'm going straight up small pixie like fairy. Like there's gonna be a new humanoid fairy type that's like a little tiny plant like thing with wings.
0: Hmm. We need to study up on our UK stereotypes, <laughs> <Yeah>. so. <laughs> what are the awful foods that people in the UK love to eat? Because I'm sure some of them are going to turn into Pokemon. I mean, Haggis is definitely up Everything
1: there. Everything with
0: sugar. Really? I mean, I've never been there, so it's, it's all in my imagination. Same, same. It'll be a pudding mon, except it'll look like a cake, because they don't understand what actual pudding is. <laughs> all right. This is an email from Mark. Hey, enjoyed your last show. I think the map will be a free-form, choose-your-own-adventure, fighting-fantasy-style version, being able to travel wherever you like with Pokemon scaling to your team's average battle level. Yeah. I think the Elite Four will be gated to badges but i think there will be a toggle on off pvp pve function that offers higher exp rates so what do you guys think about uh uh elite 4 um being gated to having a certain number of gyms that you've gone through and being more of an open world choose your own adventure type thing
1: i mean i would love it if it was an open world i don't i don't know that they'll do it um but I think it would be interesting if, at least in the middle section, if you went to any gym and they built in a uh automatic sliding scale for the Pokemon that are in there. Um I, I, I would like it. I just I just don't know that they will. Like they sort of tried to do it in gold and silver and those three gyms that are all roughly the same level all suffered. Because if you went to them and out of order, one was super super hard and the rest were breezes because yeah. you over leveled them. So they would have to build in some sort of sliding scale, which I think the switch is powerful enough to do. I just don't know that they are willing to do that as a comp as a big change, because that feels like that feels like a bigger change than I think people are thinking it would be. Like, it really taking taking away a linear progression, especially from how they like to tell their very linear stories, That that is a huge, that's a huge thing. And they would really have to write a very different story that would allow you to leave it and come back and have those parts of the world... They could be affected by the story, not yeah. be affected by that story, so like there's problems with that open world with the way that Pokemon tells stories that the world you could potentially visit a place that would come into play later and you wouldn't see the changes and it might feel weird, so like there's a lot that goes into that that I'm saying they they would be up to be able to doing I just don't think they're really going to yeah. make that leap.
2: They could at least do it for a little bit. That'd be nice if it was just in the, like you said, in the middle, it doesn't need to be the entire game, but to have a little bit of freedom to choose where you're going first and have that sliding scale
0: would be amazing. Yeah, Or, or several gates, right? Like you, you have to do these tasks to get through the first gate, but you can do them in any order that you want. And then you have to do another set of tasks to get through the next set of gates. But I was going to say like, fundamentally, it's a, it's a JRPG at its core. And JRPGs yep. are not known for being open world, go wherever you wish type games, as far as I know. No,
1: they 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 aren't like they're somewhat that way. Like Octopath Traveler, played with that a little bit, um, in the fact that you could start wherever you wanted and uh sort of travel to where you wanted. Um, so there was a little bit of that, but still Octopath. Traveler feels a bit more on rails than I think people are wanting from a free world. Like you still had to make choices. Am I going here or am I going there? And in that game, depending on who you had with you, different options are available. So I could see them doing it, but I think, I think it's a pretty big task and I don't know that they, for their first switch game, want to break the formula that much. And I could be completely wrong. I would love to see the change. I just, just from a business risk standpoint, I don't know that they're going to Or for their first
0: game. Switch game, they switch it up completely and jumble, hey. jamble it. Well, they could. Because the first Switch game was Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee. So now we're on the second Switch yeah. game.
1: We're on the second, and yeah. second, second Switch game.
0: They got to take chances. All right. Here's an email from our friend, Cody. Hello. Long-time listener, first-time writer. It's totally a coincidence that I waited until Steve was gone before writing in, I promise. The thing I'm most (laughs) looking forward to in the new games is seeing all the new Pokemon. As a wildlife biologist, I love seeing new life forms and studying them, and completing my Pokedex is always my first priority in Pokemon games. I really hope that being on the Switch allows for the first-ever full-dex game where you can collect all Pokemon after completing the Elite Four or whatever equivalent there will be, though I'm not holding my breath for it. This is the first game where I am actually not going to choose the Firestarter because I do not care for Squirt Bunny at all. <laughs> Something oh, about yeah, the <laughs> well, wait for yeah. those final time. Something about time. the design just isn't appealing to me. I will have to wait to see what Sobble and Grookey's evolutionary lines are are to determine which one I will choose. But if Sobble is water dragon, I will choose it hands down. I like Greg's thinking of the starters being D&D characters, and I could see Grookey getting a sword with its stick, Square Bunny having some sort of shield being an archer, and Sobble being the dragon. Something I noticed recently... Was that none of the water starters have been fish? They're all amphibians. Given that fish are the most abundant vertebrates on the planet, I found this rather odd. Why do you think that is? And what do you guys think of a future fish starter? I could see some really cool deep sea Pokemon fish starter. What do you guys think?
1: I mean, you never start with fish, right? It's a salad first, and then fish. The fish course.
0: No, I'm not a big Emily Post, so. (laughs)
1: Um, I think because most of the time you are starting in a landlocked town and most of the first areas don't have a ton of rivers or lakes on them in general, usually the first few routes are always fairly landlocked. I think that has always fed their design that it needs to be amphibious and not a pure fish. And so I think it'd be great if it was a pure fish. I think that, like, from a starter design, they are locked in the fact that you're usually starting yeah. in a locked town. And it's not Isn't like
2: Pallet Town, south of Pallet town, a giant I mean, yeah, ocean. Yeah, Pallet Town.
1: Yeah, but you don't walk down there first, right? You go up through a whole bunch of forest.
2: Yeah, I understand so I, that.
1: So, I mean. I would love it. I still feel just in general, it feels weird to have fish as Pokemon that aren't forced to be in water. Like there's still those disconnects in my head where I'm fighting with a fish that is nowhere near a body of water and it it why? What is happening? But who would
2: hate as basculin like starter?
0: So I'll I'll tell you what the problem with fish around starters is. There's the fundamental problem is you cannot pet fish. You cannot snuggle fish. I mean, you—you've never tried to snuggle a not, fish. Well, no, because that's—it's going to be unpleasant for one of us or the other, <laughs> right? There, there's both. no, there's no win-win in the both? fish snuggle. So that's—I think that's the main thing because it's like nobody wants to have a, a, a fish that they cuddle up with at night, <laughs> and go to sleep in their travels. Who's snuggling turtles? <laughs>
2: Oh, well, a lot of out there are that so turtles are so sweet. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I, I like I like turtles, but I just snuggling with them would be a little
0: uncomfortable as well.
1: That attitude will get oh, you no turtles. Snuggles, good that's that's <laughs> All I'm right, saying. let me read this
0: last email from Martin. Hi guys. Oh, it's uh, the t- subject is Galar. I should have told you the subject line from Cody's email was Pokemon attack and protect because Cody is insisting <laughs> yes. that that's what the actual games are nice. going to be called.
1: They, but we know
0: this is uh, an email from Martin called Galar map. <laughs> Hi, guys. So you mentioned about there being two Big Ben's. The one at the top is Big Ben complete with the London eye making the top city London for sure. The lower tower has the four smaller spikes around the central spire, which is iconic of a cathedral. That red city is likely to be Manchester, Birmingham, or Sheffield, which are primary industrial cities here. Keep up the good work. Love you guys. This is from Martin in England. Okay, my issue is that Manchester is north of London, not south of London.
1: Look, it's based Based on the region, Stonehenge isn't in France.
2: Isn't it kind of like an upside-down UK anyway, if you look at it? Is it really? Why would the ice be at the top then? Oh, I mean, I, that's just what I've read. I, I've never Stop been there. reading know. things.
0: I'm not looking at a map.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm, I, I, I agree. I've never been to England. I'm supposed to go to England at some point here. Oh, but let me go I with you. Been there yet.
0: Bobby, you can come too. No kids though. Oh, thanks. Uh, yep. Bachelor,
1: hmm. Bachelor Week. <laughs> we'll show you. We'll show you the real life.
0: Oh, uh, okay. Oh, good sure. gracious! All right, let's put an end to this.
1: You know, as I stare at this map, there are more chess. There are more chessy things on this map. I'm sold on chess piece. More chess. What pieces if given. the
0: evil team all dress up as chess pieces? Kind of like the in Alice in Wonderland, how they they, they were all yeah. cards.
1: Sold. Yep, that'd so, be great. Ooh, will we get a Cheshire Cat? Pokemon? Oh, Going back heck to that with a Cheshire yeah.
0: Cat,
1: normal fairy <laughs> with the move invisibility. Every other turn, it can't be targeted. Oh,
0: interesting. Wow. And it just like yeah, turns into a smile. The on opposite Pokemon of Truant.
1: Company. Yeah, but it can't act. It's like Truant. It can't be targeted, but it also can't attack. Wow.
0: That's too powerful.
1: Yeah, it is. They'll, but you know.
0: Alright. Let us it's end our email segment. We will be back in a moment with our question of the week and our Pokemon of the week.
1: Did you know, speaking of buffaloes, that Buffalo, 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 Stop Buffalo, Buffalo? Is a now. grammatically correct sentence in That's English? Incorrect. Buffalo 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 there's a Wikipedia article about it Buffalo 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 Buffalo
0: Is that the way you like it? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And now it's time for our question of the week. Greg, if you could please um, enlighten us with a musical portion of the program.
1: I'd be glad to, Terry. (laughs) (laughs) It's time for the question of the week.
0: All right. So our question of the week this week is from, um, and he asked to be described this way, Good Robert, Mm -hmm. which is not to imply that the other Robert is Bad Robert, but the other Robert is Car Robert. Correct.
1: Good Robert versus Car Robert.
0: Although I believe the moral qualities of, quote, Good Robert, unquote, are, are up for debate. Here's the question of the week. (laughs) What genre of game would you like to see a Pokemon entry in? One that Pokemon has never done before. This is a tough one. MMO. MMO? Yep. Like a full... Full
1: Full-blown. Yep.
0: Like Skyrim, except Pokemon style.
1: Final Fantasy XIV, but Pokemon. MMO. World of Warcraft, but Pokemon. I would love an MMO. And despite a certain other host's constant saying that that would never work, <laughs> he is just not creative enough and does not play enough MMOs to understand yeah. how it would work. Wow.
0: He's also not here this week, <laughs> so all his nay saying can be said nay.
1: Like The thing is, is, all the story parts that he does not like, you know going off and going to a villain's hideout and going off those are dungeons those are dungeons that can be done in an MMO PvP built into MMOs can be done with this yep. catching and collecting breeding exists in all of these games already the core fundamentals of Pokemon as a solo play game right now can easily be translated into an MMO without much problem each and the expansions are built Already, MMO starts in Kanto. Then the next expansion is Johto, and then you get to go back to Kanto. Why? Because Kanto didn't go away. It's all connected to the large open world. Then the third expansion is Hoenn, and you can go there and go back, and all of the things exist. The level capping would be something they would need to figure out, but they level cap hunters and hunter's pets all the time currently. They would need to make the player character be a much bigger part, of it and have a benefit so that you had classes that you could play with but there is so much room and expansions to build there the only thing that's stopping them is really nintendo does not have a viable platform pc or console that makes an mmo possible at this time the switch is very close
0: all right bobby after that speech what do you got
2: yeah wow that was uh wow uh well, this is really tough. Uh, I'm going to go with something simple and say, put Pokemon in like a sports genre. Give us some Pokemon soccer or something.
1: We're getting They're it. Close. It's not the They're, Galar region. Yeah, but I
0: want to see, <laughs> see
2: Pikachu running around, knocking a soccer ball
0: into a goal or something. So like Pokemon tennis, Pokemon soccer, Pokemon basketball. Yes. Pokemon
1: league. Something
0: along. Soccer games are always really yes. fun. So
2: throw Pokemon in there. would be even more fun.
1: I mean, what was that big? What was that car game that was a soccer? game? Oh, I play that, that Rocket League all
0: the time. Yeah, Rocket League.
1: Yeah, swap swap the cars out for Pokemon. Done.
0: Yeah, I don't think that works quite the same way, but <laughs> maybe.
1: All right. Well, what's your entry?
0: This is tough because it's, tough. it's real tough. Well, the problem, what makes this question like so tough, is actually that Pokemon has. Done a lot of they games, have. you true. know, very true.
2: <laughs>
1: and a lot of offshoots. Like there's a there's a really bad racing game.
0: I was gonna say um, racing,
2: but I remembered that was a thing. Yeah, real
1: bad racing game. Like Conquest did the tactical Fire Emblem thing really well. Um, Mystery Dungeon well, does already takes up Ranger, which needs to come back. Ranger twenty twenty Ranger,
0: please. Mr. I though. so you know I could say. Because I have been, for some reason, I've been playing a lot of mobile games lately. And it's just like, you play one mobile game, and you see a bunch of ads for other mobile games, and then you're like, well, let me try that one. So then you try it, and you're like, well, this is just as horrible as the previous one, so let me try the next one. But I have kind of, I keep going back. Have you heard of this game, Dragon Merge? No.
1: Uh, I've heard of it, but I haven't played it.
0: It is absolutely terrible, so you have a field and there's things on the field, and then you have to um like make you get three when you whenever you have three of the same thing, you put them all next to each other, and then they merge together it's merge dragons so that's the name of the mm. game and then they turn into like the next level of that thing hmm. so the the Pokemon concept of that would be like. You have to get three Squirtles, and then you merge the three Squirtles, and then you get a next you get a War Turtle from merging the three Squirtles together. Okay. It's not interesting. It's <laughs> bad.
1: Yeah, I it, mean, but hey, it's another revenue stream. Yeah,
0: and I keep playing this game over and over again. What about uh? Well, now Pokemon Picross happened. That was really good. Um,
2: they did bejeweled. How about like a Sim City? type situation. Where you build the city you build the region and then they run freely and get like a Palgo type situation going where they're running around and you can plant stuff and grow the
0: city. So a Pokemon Idol game, how's about that? That oh, would be yeah. pretty cool. <laughs> and then you like you pick a starter and then that starter influences how your gameplay occurs further down the line.
1: Yeah, that'd yeah. be fine. Sure. I'd be I'd play that. Well, as much as you play idle games.
0: well, but can you make money off of idle games?
1: Absolutely, you can. There wouldn't be so many of them if you couldn't.
0: Well, I don't think anybody's ever made money off of Cookie Clicker.
1: Yeah, they have. Really? Probably, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I guess they've got ads. they got ads. Ads. What about Trimps?
0: Has anybody made money off Trimps?
1: I don't know. We have to get Mr. Trimp on. Yeah. (laughs) All
0: right. Let's do. Let's get to our Pokemon of the week, Greg. You know yes. what the Pokemon of the week was last week's. Yeah, I
1: think it was. I think it's Delmize.
0: Correct. Yeah. So we've actually done Pokemon Delmize's Pokemon of the week before. I thought you so that's had. Why I knew what it was. I thought
2: you had, but I wasn't
1: sure. The shiny form is so good; it deserves to be. Yeah, exactly.
0: yeah. And
1: the shuffle icon is also amazing.
0: Uh-huh. Agreed. All right. The whole thing it's... is really great. So trivia about Delmize. Uh, Delmize is the only Pokemon with a base stat total of 517. That's kind of useless trivia. Uh, in Generations 3 and 6, an NPC in Slateport Market mentions that the seaweed in the area is so fresh and lively that it looks like it could, as if it could rear up an attack. A description which perfectly describes Delmise. That's imaginary. <laughs> yeah, that's not trivia. That's I just trivia. love the fiction. fact that it's,
1: that it's the sea creeper. Sea creeper is such a good name.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about the shuffle icon, Greg? So
1: good. It. It's so good. Uh, yeah, that's I think it, it does
0: incorporate a lot. Yeah.
1: I mean it's really busy, but
0: super detailed.
1: But in a good way. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Like it it really. I mean, it really just captures everything. I, 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 think it's a, I think it's one of the best ones out there.
0: All right, Bobby, give us our Pokemon of the week for this week.
2: All right. Here we go. Having grown up in San Diego, going to the zoo was a common occurrence. We have a world-famous zoo in San Diego, and if you ever find yourself here, you should definitely visit it. One of the animals most people want to see when they come here is what this week's Pokemon of the Week is based on. Although these animals appear more commonly in another part of the world, there are only 12 here in the United States. Even though this animal is typically seen as docile for the most part, this Pokemon is a fighting type. If you watched the latest Detective Pikachu trailer closely, you may have caught a glimpse of it in one of the scenes. There you go, it's short, but I think the the zoo thing gives you enough.
0: What's funny is 80s kids, for us, the San Diego Zoo was like, might as well have been the only zoo in the entire country because that's the one that was on TV all the time.
1: (laughs) It was always on TV. They always talked about the San Diego Zoo.
2: It's a great zoo. I live right near it, and it's awesome. Can you walk there? Yes, I can.
0: Is it free? No, it is not. But the family
2: rates for the yearly passes are great, so we have that.
0: Yeah, but the Smithsonian National Zoo is free, and I can walk there all the time well lucky you will all right that's our episode for the week um thank you bobby for joining us this week you're welcome thank you greg for joining us this week
1: you're welcome
0: thanks to all of our listeners for just listening and and being part of the community Um, If they want to help out, uh, the easiest way to help out is to leave a review in um, generally iTunes, Apple podcast reviews are the ones that help the most. But if you are listening on Google Play or I don't know, some other new podcast service, go ahead and leave a review there in case their um, algorithms and everything are going to find us and promote us that way. That'll really help out. Um, if you do want to contribute financially, uh, the easiest way to get to our Patreon is at the website ise.cash. That's C-A-S-H, not C-A-C-H-E, ise.cash. Um You Any contribution gets you access to our wonderful Slack community where you can talk to all of us online, not like vocal talk, but typey talk. Um, Like back in the old days, like we used to do. Uh, If you contribute at the $5 level, um, you get access to the Alola Vacation podcast, wherein Steve and Irene talk about the cartoon um, and how terrible, or no, they like the theme song. The wonderful, wonderful theme song for the Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon cartoon. It's so good, though. That's you know you kids in your modern music. Uh, if you want to reach us on Twitter, uh, you can reach me at wash in the sink. You can reach Bobby at pkmn snaps. That's P-K-M-N-S-N-A-P-S. You can reach Greg at white wing. And if you want to complain about us, you can reach Steve at dragging a lake. <laughs> If he ever returns from Japan, we he don't know. He has to he's hold out until
1: having... the 23rd when the Mill Metal plushes come out.
0: Yeah. Oh, he's been having such a good time in Japan. He went to I that know. Pokemon Cafe. That stuff looked so good. So jealous.
1: Those, so jealous. so if, you, if you haven't gone to the Instagram to see the pictures, go. There's a lot of great pictures of the Pokemon stuff in Japan. He did do a stream last night that I caught while I was playing Final Fantasy of just walking through uh, the Tokyo Center, which is just nice to see. Uh, how much is actually in Japan? Also, uh, if you're ever curious, how much Japan drives Pokemon? Just they are they are the number one bus driver. What they find popular affects the games. So it's just seeing that stuff and seeing getting pictures of it, it just helps give insight to. Just the hobby. And yeah, they look like they're having a fantastic time.
0: And yes, yeah, so you can follow I'm Steve on Instagram um, at Dragging a Lake and Pokemon Podcast, which is also the Twitter for the show and the Instagram for the show, Pokemon Podcast. You can get all of those awesome Pokemon pictures there. Yep. Um, if you want to see pictures of Pokemon Go Pokemon in weird situations flying around, then follow Bobby on Instagram at Pokemon dot snaps pkmn dot snaps, snaps. Yeah. I'm to trying to see. steal
1: those thunder but I'm not very good at it
0: <laughs> Ugh. all right we will be back next week thank you all for listening this been a, this has been another episode of the Pokemon podcast and we are super effective
1: super sea creepers